Okay, so let's go ahead and get started, I guess. I'm, I'm, I'm game, dude. You're, you're all set? Yeah, I'm all set. I mean, you know, just, you know, I'm, you know, I don't have any notes or anything, so I really, I'm just, I'm ready to go. <laughs> it's about me, so I, I should know the answers, right? Yeah, you should know the answers. <laughs> I, I should know the answers, I shouldn't. <laughs> cool. All right, well, um, let's start out with a little bit of an introduction. Tell everybody who you are, where you're from. What you write, cruise, all of that stuff. The basic information. Okay. Uh, what's up, world? Um, I write Dove One. Uh, I represent DCV, UTI, BLA. I also represent uh, some other crews from different states. Uh, SB, different counties, HS. I also represent a crew from New York, uh, TCM, um, old school subway painters, uh, Satan, dude, and fame. Um Pretty much at this point, that's that's what I'm doing right now. I live in New York, West Coast in it, on the East Coast, that's what I like to say. <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, when did you start writing? Um, started late 89, uh, technically. Um, you know, really didn't know what time it was until I had moved counties and really like probably like 90 you know uh i remember meeting i actually actually i met fear like at the tail end of 89 and because i was dabbling with graph before that um but like just drawing i really didn't know what the fuck it was i was like a toy like there was (laughs) there was there was guys in my school that they would like draw block letters and so i kind of bit i was like oh shit look at that so I would bite, and I didn't know anything. I didn't have no concept of, of really what it was, except for what I saw, like, on, like, Beach Street and, you know, Breaking and, you know, movies. And it wasn't until, like, 80, what was it, 87? Yeah, like, late 87, I moved to a different county. And then by 89, I met Fear. And, and like, he actually, you know took me on a yard trip, you know, and that's kind of when I like, you know, he's like, all right, you need a name. You know, he's kind of like schooling me, you know, he kind of like mentored me, you know, which I really don't see a lot happening now. I'm really not in the scene as much, so I wouldn't know, but he kind of like took me under his wing and kind of like, well, hey, well, this is it. This is A, B, and C, and this is X, Y, Z, and, you know, this is this, and that's that and kind of pretty much schooled me and then he was like you need a name so you know come late 89 90 i picked a name and that's when i just started like really writing and that was dove that's when you picked yeah dove. Was, and it was and it was dove like i didn't pick i really didn't you know i picked that name from the jump and funny story you know he's like you need a name you need a name and i was like i don't know what the fuck to write <laughs> and I like no lie. Like I opened up a dictionary. I closed my eyes, opened up a dictionary, and I put my finger on the page. And I was like on the D's, and I was like, oh, "All right, D this, D that, D that." And like I went down, and there was Dove. And I was like, "All right, that's cool." I was, I was like, "That's cool." And I read it, you know. And I'm I'm kind of passive, you know. Like back then, I was like real passive and shit, you know. And I was like, "All right, that's kind of fits me." So I was like, "You know what? That's cool." So I I stuck with it, and that was it. And then even, like, after that, like, I got a copy of uh, Getting Up. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember after the fact, I remember looking through Getting Up and reading it and seeing a, a, um, 
you know, all the pictures of the old subway cars, and there was a dove on, a, on an electric box, like on the bottom of uh, one of the subway trains. And I was like, oh, shit, look at that. I'm like, ah, oh, fuck it. <laughs> Have you ran into any other doves since then? Any other um, riders pick up that name? Yeah, I had, there was a never in Los Angeles, never face to face. But when I was coming up, there was a dove in NTS and there was a dove in NHD. Um, but I never, never ran in any situations. Uh, you know, I guess it was kind of like, I mean, I don't want to say, you know, you don't want to talk about bad about anybody, but. You know, I guess they didn't, I just, they, they must have not have pursued it because, you know, you know, at some point I was the only one. Yeah. Um, I do know, I, I have a piece dissed in downtown, um, you know, because of the name, but that was once and that was like you know, early in my career. And I had never, after that one moment, I had never ran in anybody else living in New York. You know, it's it's it was seeing a different aspect of writing. It was kind of like out here, everybody wrote at some point. So there were, I met a couple guys. Um, as a matter of fact, I met some, uh, I met, I met, I met a writer from YNN. I forgot what he wrote, but he was like, yeah, I used to write Dove. I'm like, oh shit. All right, cool. There is a Doves out here from FC. Um, I know Dash. I know Dash and a couple other FC guys. But I haven't. I've yet to admit. Uh, I've yet to have met Dove himself. Hmm. Cool. So you don't have any previous names that it's pretty much been Dove the whole time. Yeah, that's it. That's it. I never. Uh, that's it. I never. I never wrote anything else. So uh, we heard. Um, we heard Fear's side of the story. But uh, how did how did you meet Fear? <laughs> um, I met. You know, I wonder what story he told you. Uh, I wonder how I wonder how well his memory works. Um, <laughs> funny enough, I used to I used to work with a buddy of mine for just quarters and food at a liquor store um, in our city, and a fool came in with a deaf crown hat on, and I was and I and I kind of hit him up, and I'm like, "Hey, fool, you know you're in DCV," and he's like, "Yeah, what's up?" And I'm like, "Yeah, what's up?" I write like a toy, you know, I was like a toy, dude. So, yeah, I do graffiti too, you know. And he's like, "Oh yeah." He's like, "You know this guy?" And he's talking about. He's like, "You know Fear?" And I go, "Nah, man." He's all. And funny enough, like the fool was like, "Here, here's his number. Call him." Like, <laughs> like homeboy just gave me Fear's number. Like he didn't even know me. That's probably not good practice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, you're talking about like '88, you know. So, right. um, and that was like the first contact like that. I got, like, you know, like. Like I talked to him, but I knew a girl that I was just friends with that I hung out with, and one of his, you know, one of his homeboys was actually like dating her, and it it was it was just funny because you know we were kind of like in the same locations at the same time, but never but never at the same time, mm -hmm. and but when I met him, as I called him, I actually called him up. I'm like, hey, what's up? You know, and I kind of was like just stupid on the phone. Like, hey, what's up? You know, you do graffiti. So-and-so gave me your number. And that was kind of like, that was like the gist of it. And he was kind of like, oh, yeah, you're right. You ever been to Los Angeles? 
And I'm like, well, no, I used to live there. I go, but I never, you know, he's you never been to yards or nothing? And I was like, nah, nah. And he was kind of, I, I, shit, I was 15 at the time. And he's like, you know what? He's like, you know the 7-Eleven down the block? And I go, yeah. He's like, meet me there on Saturday at 9 o'clock. So I hopped on my skateboard, dude, fucking rode down there and met him. Met him at the time he had a 76 Celica. Toyota Celica, some beat up shit. <laughs> I met him, I met him there and we took off. And he took me on a on a yard on a LA like graffiti yard tour. You know, we went and that was that was like the day of uh that was the day of enlightenment. I <laughs> just so you know, like Fear sort of talked about how he uh he explained how you guys met a little differently, but it's oh, yeah? it's still good. I just think it's interesting. But he said he was like coming out of a where he's coming out of like some grocery store with his, and he just like racked some photos or something. And he said, he said you knew him through some girl, and he said her name was Barbara. Yeah, no, that's right. No, he's right. That's right. That's also right. And then you came up to him as he was walking out of this grocery store. Or something. Wow, that's, yeah, that's interesting. But, um... If, if, dude, funny story, I mean, that's that's actually... Wow, I mean, I don't know, you know, I don't know... You know, that's 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 how we met, too, but, like, I called. You know, I, like, I remember... I remember no, he, calling. Said, he said you called, um, but, yeah, after... The, it's the... Stuff before the phone call that was a little bit different, and yeah, he said you you talked to him at at the grocery store, and then he said, "Well, if you want to paint, here's my number. Call me." So I mean, dude, it's 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 not like totally different. There's just like that one component of it that's different. Well, I mean, dude, I mean, what, what, fuck, dude? How long ago was it? Yeah, I mean, fucking nineteen eighty nine, dude. You know. Um, One one interesting tidbit. I mean, yeah, make me sound like a toy, dude. But because we because we both knew that girl, you know, and and his buddy was dating her, you know, and and I knew her like I was close to her, you know. So like we were we were friends. So like, and plus she was hot. So like, (laughs) I'd go over there and hang out with her, you know, and like I'd kick it with her and her, you know, her sister or whatever, and hung out a lot. And one day we're kicking it in the in the garage, and. Um, funny enough, this was before I actually met Fear. I looked in the trash can and there was like a crumbled up piece of paper with like a drawing on it. And I picked it up and it was a Fear sketch. Yeah, that's that's what he was talking about, actually. Yeah, so so there was a so this is this is how toy I was, dude. So there was so there was a, there was a fear. I was like, oh shit, what's this? So I opened it up, and it was like a fear sketch, right? And I was like, oh shit. So like I you know I folded it up and I put it in my pocket and I took it home and I fucking colored it. <laughs> you know, I colored the thing and then I signed my name on it. Does he know this? Yeah, he knows that. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> That's cool. I don't, I don't, I don't know how much he remembers of it, but I mean, yeah, he knows it because we laugh. I mean, I laugh about it. You know. That's cool. Yeah. No. And then, he, and then I met him, and then you know, the rest is history. So where did he take you? Oh shit! Where didn't he take me? Fucking, we went to uh, we went to Belmont Tunnel first. Um, well, we drove around downtown, went to Belmont Tunnel, and then we went to Motor Motor National, and then we made our way to Levitt's, uh, to Levitt's Yard, um, and just, because at the time, those were kind of like, 
Oh, we even, you know what? I think he even took me to Panic Zone. Uh, like we pretty much hit every single major yard in Los Angeles at the time. I don't remember if we ever went to Venice that day, but it was pretty fucking crazy. <laughs> like you know, like a kid, like I was, I was 15 years old, dude, and I thought I wrote. I thought I knew what you know. I thought I knew what graffiti was, and you know, because I saw it on TV, and, and and here he was. Like he's like, nah, dude, this is what it is. And I was like, oh shit. And what was nice about it, it was like, like I said, it was like late '89. And shit was cracking. Like, we went to Belmont Tunnel, and we went to all these yards, and there was nothing but productions. Like, nothing but productions. Like, and, and full-color burners. You know, like, Wild Styles, and, 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 you know, and at that time, L.A. was, you know, uh, a lot of it was, like, cleanliness. Like, it was crazy, because I think style, styles have, has, have, have morphed, and thoughts have morphed, and, like, the way writers think have morphed. Back then, like in the early, in the late '80s, and like like during the '90s, or '90s, you know, it's all about like cleanliness, you know, and I, you know, and like a lot of crews that were representing back then, they were just all about like straight lines, and everything was so fucking sharp. So just like, like can control, like clean painting. I mean, clean yeah. letters. Yeah, yeah. Even even if fools had like mean style and and wild style, but it was like like, you know. Not like the stock tip overspray or just like get it done and handle it, and it was yeah. just it, it seemed it seemed like a more more precise action. Now it could have just been me, you know, like you know, like making it all this big fucking fantasy shit. But it just that's just what it seemed like, like a little surreal at the time. That's cool. Um, so who was up at the time? I mean, were there writers there? Or were you like who? No, you know, I didn't meet I didn't meet any writers. Oh, that's a lie. When I went to Levitz, I met uh, uh, a kid that wrote Gyro from DOC. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, but he was like the only writer I met. I remember meeting. Um, but at the time, the first time I ever went to Belmont Tunnel, there was a production. It was like it almost spanned like the whole length of the yard. Um, it was K2S and STN. Um, and it was, and I just remember it was like a famous one for me. It was like, it's like I, there was a one piece. There was like these characters and shit. Um, I think Slick might've done them, but it was like once upon a drive by. Hmm. That was like, the, that was like the theme of the production, you know? So there's like, you know, like, like, like it was like frame and nacho and like dream pieces and green pieces and Slick. But like, but then there was like the K2S crew. You know, K2S, STN. I remember then there was um, like a big old K2S Rocks by Frame. You know, one thing that stood out a lot, too, is there was was a big old section of the wall, kind of where the production ended. And it was a a burner by, it was pretty much a reproduction of a flyer that was circulating at the time. For a Radiotron gig, and Radiotron at the time was like these underground hip hop jams, um, and it was done by Skill from UTI, mm-hmm. and it was called Southern Comfort, huh. and it was pretty much a reproduction of the flyer that he had drawn and had been in circulation and promoting for the party, 
But that fool straight up like did it on the wall, like fucking two stories high. You know, like you know to promote like, the know, party. Yeah, like thirty feet, like thirty feet wide. Like it was pretty. You know, I don't remember like if if all the details were on it, but I just remember like it. It said Southern Comfort and had the same fucking DJ and the fucking tables and shit. He was like radio. It's a radiotron, that fucker. And I was like, oh shit. <laughs> so did you guys paint it all on that trip? Nah, not on. I don't. I don't remember on that trip. Nah, that was just that was a. Uh, we used to go on these uh, graph tours, and it was just a tour. Like we just drove around that day, and he was kind of just showing me all the spots. Let's go check it out. Yeah. So how did it work uh, if you guys did want to paint that? I mean, you know, would you just show up and kind of go over something, or how did that all work? Yeah, well, we would just, you know, you know, he'd be like, "Hey, Dub, what's up? You know, paint. You know, you got to get some paint. Let's get some paint." And I would pretty much like, you know, I'd go get some paint, you know, and and he's, you know, or I'd get what I could, and and I would just go with him because so pretty much at the time I was like learning. So he was kind of like, well, you know, come with me and I'll teach you and, you know, just fill in here and fill in there, you know, and I'll school you, you know, and, you know, pretty much that was it. So we would just like, you know, he called me up and we set it up and we'd go to Belmont and, you know, fear, you know, fear would, you know, fear would man the man, the fucking the charge. And (laughs) and we would, you know, we would get to the wall and fear would be like, all right, we're going to go over this. And it was all like, you know, he was like pretty much pushing it, you know, where because at that time I was pretty much just a student. So, you know, he'd fucking, you know, sketch it out. Oh, here's the sketch. And like, you know, like bust out the blueprint, you know, mark it, mark it off. I mean, back then we wouldn't even think about buff paint or nothing. You know, it was all about, you know, get the lightest color, you know, which one will show through and first outline. And hey, Dove, fill in that square of this color, fill in that square of this color. You know, he'd fucking block out the 3D and, hey, fill that all in black. And, you know, pretty much that's how I learned can control. And, like, you know, uh, um, that's how pretty much it went down for the first, you know, for the first couple times we would go to Los Angeles. You know, I never thought about painting in L.A., like painting a yard or, you know, like, you know, um, you know, or going to the river. Because I wasn't, I wasn't, I didn't, I didn't feel that I was good enough. You know, because even though I drew and this and that, and I thought I knew what time it was, I really, I didn't have the confidence, or I, I really didn't have the skill, or the style ready. Like I didn't feel I was ready to like bust out. You know, you got to think, man. The first time I ever went to fucking L.A., it wasn't the riverbed. You know, that fool took me to Belmont Tunnel. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, you know, I had this, I had this uh, expectation of like, oh shit, like I can't do that. <laughs> you know, like how the fuck am I gonna step to the wall? and come whack, you know, so pretty much what I would do is, you know, other, other members of my crew, it was one member, a kid by the name of Task, and him, he and I would, uh, he'd come to my pad, and, you know, I, you know, like, he'd, he'd have a beach cruiser, and where I lived at the time, I lived, you know, a couple miles away from a, a riverbed, you know, and there was a couple famous lots, a couple famous yards, like, you know, made famous by the local crews, you know, and we would, you know, at night he'd come down, boom, I'd jump on the bike, he'd get on the handlebars, we'd get our paint, and we'd go down to the fucking riverbed at midnight, two in the morning, and ride up and down, you know, or go to the yard and go practice. 
Nice. You know, and go and go paint or like do little productions, you know. Um until I felt you know, until I got a little better. You know, and then funny enough, you know, one day Fear was even like, All right, let's go, let's go, you know, you know, we're gonna go to Belmont. You know, a couple of years like a year or two later, and all right, I did my first piece, you know, like at Belmont. It was fucking whack as shit, dude. <laughs> Like I look at I look at the pictures now and I'm like it's horrendous. I even I even think uh, I gave those pictures to Whisk for the next book, for the history of Los Angeles graffiti. So oh, cool. If I'm lucky, he won't put it in, but <laughs> I'm pre- I'm pretty sure he's gonna put it in. So if you if you get a copy of that, you'll probably be able to see my first piece of Belmont. And that shit went over the same day, like because I remember the next morning we went to Belmont to look at it. And and the UFKs must have showed up like after we left and did a production, you know. Kept fear shit like they didn't touch fear, but they went over like, <laughs> like the other like us like me and like another kid named Crushy, you know. So. So what was um, what was technology like back then? I mean, did you guys have tips? What I mean now, everyone, you know, writers are making paint, and you know what what was the difference back then? Was it just stock tips? Was it Krylon? What was? No, it, it wasn't. It wasn't really stock tips. I mean, you know, you know, every can you had had a stock tip, but uh, you had you had we had testers. We had tester tips. You know, we would go. You know, got at, at the time. Um, you know, you'd go to a Builders Emporium, and uh, that was the name of the that was the name of one of the hardware stores. They were pretty big, like a big chain of them. They were called Builders Emporium. And, you know, we'd go and rack Krylon, you know, I'd rack Krylon, and they also had a section of, like, tester cans for, like, model paint. Yeah. And they were testers. They were made by a company called Testers, and that's how the name Tester Tip, like, for Los Angeles. You know, out here they call them New York Thins. Right. But for Los Angeles, they're called Tester Tips, and because you used to steal them off those little model cans, and so... You know, you know, you would just gather as many as you could, you know, like whether or not you're going in a rack paint, you know, I used to go, it's funny enough, I used to go with my, you know, um, I used to go in there with my old man, you know, and I go, hey, I'll be back. I'm going to go look at something. <laughs> and I'd go to the model paint section and I'd fucking cop a gang of them in my mouth, you know, as many as I can fit in my mouth without choking, you know, turn a corner, spit them, put them in my pocket, go back, you know, pop another couple in my mouth, you know, like, you know, just take them right off the can with my teeth, you know, keep them in my mouth, you know, and you would, we would, you know, I I would stock up as much as much as possible, you know, and then also back then, you know, in the supermarkets and you get the oven cleaners, yeah, you know, uh, um, for, you know, or the generic oven cleaners for fat caps, like, you know, the fat snowballs, um, you know, as far as technology went, you know, it was all of, I think the biggest thing back then was making a stencil cap. Like, oh shit, did you, you know, did you see so and so? He made a stencil cap out of the inside of the, the Krylon cap. And I was like, ah, whatever, you know, it's too much fucking work, dude. <laughs> too um, messy. <laughs> I, I really never had to make a marker, you know, or make a dripper, you know, um, as far as that went, like, with as far as tagging was. I just, you know, had a pilot, you know, or like whatever chisel tip marker I can get in my hands on. You know, mean streaks, mean streaks were kind of in abundance back then. So I used mean streaks. You know, I personally liked scribing. 
Um, I had like a pencil scriber, you know, like I went through like a phase, you know, figuring which one I like, you know, arrowheads, pencil scribers, you know, uh, lava rocks were great. Um, you know, uh, I like the, the big Shakura markers, you know, so in that realm, I never had to make anything. Um, but I do remember, um, you would go get, uh, out of like the, like the bigger department stores, they would sell, they would give you like tester, uh, small tester perfume bottles that were free. You know, they just hand them out and they were like fit on the palm of your hand, but they were pressurized just because of the pressure within the bottle. So like I would, t- I would actually take those, empty them out and it would be a male tip. You know, like, you know, now Crown's got the funny caps. Yeah. So it would be like a male a male sticking out of the perfume tester. And I would just shove it in a Krylon can and fill it. And cool. I would get, like, pencil-thin tags. So, you know, you get about, like, just, like, maybe, like, five tags out of one. But, like, real, like real little spots, you know? Yeah. So, as, as far as making something, that was probably, like, one thing that I'd make and use. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. But that's other really than cool. that, I mean, and then technology, like, I mean, shit, back then it was still about, you know, um, uh, long-distance connections, you know, fucking addresses, snail mail, <laughs> snail mail, and, you know, packets of photos. So, were you trading flicks with people? Yeah. Not a lot. You know, I, I, I started to... But then, you know, I'm, you know, I'm kind of lazy, man, you know, <laughs> so it's just, you know, I'm kind of lazy, so, but I did have a connection with a, a crew, I'm in a crew now from Chicago, SB, um, I used to write uh, back and forth with Nike from SB, and we would trade pictures back and forth. Um, also, uh, on occasions, I would trade pictures with a gentleman by the name of Iser, uh, real big on the freight scene. Yeah. Um, Back then, at least, I would trade flicks with him off and on. Uh, I remember, funny enough, at one point, I was kind of like getting into it, and I remember sending packets out, packets out, and I'd get a few responses here and there, and uh, a, a writer by the name of Refa, you know that guy, Refa? No. Yeah, R-E-F-A. I forgot oh, yeah, what yeah, Refa, yeah. Yeah, Refa. Okay. From Sacramento. I, yeah, from Sacramento. So check this out, dude. I, interesting enough, I remember sending him a packet, and he sent me one, and I sent him another one, and I got a, I got a, I got a letter back from him that you know wasn't, it wasn't too kind, and it kind of <laughs> like, it kind of put me off. Like I was like, you know what? All right, I really don't want to get into details, but I was kind of like, eh. So then after that, I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? You know, fuck, fuck sending packages out, dude. Let me just paint. You know, I was kind of like, well, I was kind of over it. Okay. Yeah, we were painting, dude. We were painting like so many freights back then that it was kind of like, dude, I want to do something else. <laughs> and like, let me, like, let's do, you know, do we? There wasn't, there wasn't even, there wasn't even stint. There was like a couple months there where we were doing um, uh, uh, different names. What were the different names? Fear was doing, ah, shit. Was he doing quiz? Fear's, I think back then Fear was doing quiz. Huh. And I was doing area. Cool. I mean, it's, 
there there was a couple freights out there. There's like you know, it was just a couple months. It wasn't like a lot. Right. But he, we would we would go and like he'd do quiz pieces and I would do area. That's cool. And just to like change it up. What was it like, you know, looking at freights back then? Dude, it was fucking remarkable. <laughs> it was, you know, I mean, it, you know, it was, it was, it was, uh, who wow. Do you, who do you remember seeing on trains specifically? Shit, dude. Big Five. Yeah. Juro. You know, Big Five and Juro do a lot. Like, you know, even back then, fucking Jace. Yeah. You know, um, shit, dude, who else? You know, yeah, those kids from Sacramento. Hey, oh, and fucking the the kid, the TLT guys. Yeah. You know all the guy, all the guys from the Lions Toughest back then. You know. Fucking um. The the like the random shit from 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 up north. Like all like the, some older shit like from Vogue. Oh yeah. You know, once, like back then because they were still running around like Vogue, like Vogue and Dream. You know, like the random freight. That would go through once in a while. Um, shit, like the UFKs. The UFKs were doing a lot back then. Fuck, dude. Like the random like LA guys. God, dude, my mind's fucking going. <laughs> um, that's pretty. That's a pretty good snapshot, actually. You know, fucking. Um, I mean, fuck. I remember catching like a sign five and a cab. Yeah. You know, like off the fucking freeway, like by my house. I'm like, what the fuck is that, dude? I pulled over on the highway, dude, during work. Right. Because <laughs> you know, I used to, I used to, I used to deliver auto parts. Dude, that was like, you know what? I'll tell you that that was one of the best jobs I had. I used to deliver auto parts in a fucking beat up truck for an auto parts store, and I used to have to go to like warehouses and this and that, and I always kept a camera in the truck, and on the longer runs, I would dip out. And go all to all the fucking layups, dude. And I'd walk the lines real quick. And I'd fucking snap pictures. I'd fucking streak and shit. And I remember like being like, like I used to have to take this stretch of highway to go to one of our major warehouses. And 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 on the on the you know you know right alongside the highway, there'd be like three like you know three rows of tracks. But you know there'd always be that one row where they'd lay them up because they'd keep the other two open. Right. And boom, like there was, you know, it always <laughs> fucking lay him up fat, dude. And then right there one day, fucking calves, sign five. Shit. F- Waterbed Lou. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? What, like, about, the you know, whole, what about the whole hobo scene? What about the the monikers? Back then it was fresh, dude. Like, you know, like, you know, because back then it seemed, it seemed, uh, there was only like half a dozen guys. Or gals, I, I didn't know, you know, who they were, but there was like a half a dozen of them that like you would notice, like well, then Bozo Texino, you know, and you know, but Waterbed Lou, like that was always like when you catch one of those, you're like oh shit, look, it's Waterbed Lou, and fucking uh, the Rambler, yeah, for sure, the Rambler. I was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't too much on it. You know, like, 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 you know, like, documenting it. So I couldn't tell you, like, oh, shit, I knew. But, you know, there was always that handful that stuck out. Well, uh, you, you kind of touched on the cruise a little bit. So tell us, 
kind of a rundown of all the crews and how you got involved in it with them and okay um first crew stars. yeah fir first crew uh, dcv that was my first crew uh death crown villains um you know after that uh you know painting in los angeles painting with fear you know starting to network um i got into uh I got into a crew, uh, I got into uh, BLA. Uh, with BL, you know, well, shit, you know what, actually, before BLA, so it was DCV, and then I got an SB, um, that's a, a Spray Brigade from Chicago. Cool. Um, some guys from Chicago were making their rounds through the States, and they actually had set up SB as an, like a, a somewhat of a, of a, a networking crew and fear fear and I knew them and I got down in SB after SB I got into uh, shit after SB I got into HS because we were down with poem so I was pushing I was pushing HS and that kind of you know all that kind of died down and then I got into BLA and then with BLA came a short stint of TD12. Um, BLA and TD12 being Los Angeles crews. And then in turn, you know, representing UTI. Um, so, and then pretty much at this point, you know, I'm, I'm pretty much representing DCV, UTI, and BLA. Um, when I got into BLA, uh, Fear and I, we knew, we knew some of them. Like, we knew Rock. And like Posk and like some other guys, and you know they kind of approach us. They approached us, and you know we got down. And getting into BLA was good because that kind of sparked like the bomb, like more bombing. You know, uh, bombing wasn't so much of a priority. Um, I mean, it was, but it wasn't something that like we were pushing a lot. Uh, you know, getting spots here and there. You know, getting tags. You know, jumping on the freeways. You know, center dividers, you know, things of that nature, you know, sporadically. But once we got into, once we got into BLA, it was kind of, you know, we kind of felt somewhat obligated, you know, because at the time, you know, you know, B, even now, you know, BLA, you know, it's a pretty big, it was a pretty big bombing crew for Los Angeles, you know, and then, and then, you know, UTI. It's a lot of crews, man. <laughs> Yeah, it, you know, I think about it now, like, fuck, dude, it is. It is a lot of crews. But I've kind of just, I, I kind of chalk it up to, uh, I, I chalk it up to, like, the roller coaster ride of of what is my career as, as a graffiti writer. You what know? do you mean by that? Um, just because, you know, you don't, you don't half-heartedly get into crews. Oh, right. You, like, you never do, you know? I mean, I don't. You know, I don't half-heartedly do it, and... And it's and I look back now and it was kind of like I represented these crews because of certain aspects, you know, like a certain relationships, you know, like certain friends, like you know, these guys were my friends. Yeah, I see what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. it's like you know they're they're like your homies, you know, they're your friends or you're painting with them, and it's like how are you gonna say, oh no, nah, no, nah, I don't want to represent your crew. Nah, dude, you do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You do. So it's like, you know, I, I look back and and I and I see it as the roller coaster of my my graph career. You know, now knowing that, damn, that's a grip of fucking crews. 
you know, I have to like narrow it down now, you know, now, you know, later in my, I mean, I actually took that step, you know, like towards 99, like around 98, 99, I kind of like, you know what, no, I got to narrow it down, you know, so I was like, you know, DCV, you know, UTI, BLA, cool. you know, you know, I still represent SB, you know, I still represent TCM, like now I represent TCM, you know, um, which is a pretty, it's a famous like old New York crew, you know, um, there's really no new members. It's not like they're they're doing they're producing now, you know. It's just my partner here, that's his crew. Cool. You know, so whenever I go paint, I'm painting with him. You know, that's pretty much who I'm, all I'm painting with. Um, I mean, I paint with other guys here and there, but you know, he's pretty much he's pretty much my road dog. You know, these days. So what's the difference between the East Coast and the West Coast? Um, dude, I mean. From when I left Los Angeles, uh, the picture that I had in L.A. when I left, in comparison to now, like New York, when I arrived here, there's like a lot more vandalism out here. <laughs> like a grip of fucking, bo- like a grip of vandalizing, bombing, like just despicable. Um, I know that now Los Angeles is probably looks the same, because from what I've heard, is that damn, it's almost like the heyday, or like even worse. From like in the eighties, so they're pretty much they're probably uh, neck and neck right now with with vandalism and just as much as street graffiti. Um, some 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 writing seems seasonal, just because of the weather aspect. Uh, not for everybody, you know. <laughs> there there are motherfuckers out here that you know, like you'll see straight up productions like overnight. You know, when there's like two feet of snow out. Um, uh, a, a, lot, a couple more factors come into play. You know, if you're bombing in the winter time, you know, I, I just noticed there's a lot more like, you know, so if you go bombing tonight or like, you know, during the day, well, you know, you got to make sure you keep your, your cans like warm or your cans close to your body or, you know, you tuck them away, you know, and then, you know, so you can use them. You know, you got to, because paint will freeze, but now I think now, I mean, now obviously there's, there's brands of paint that don't freeze. Right. So, you know, that helps that aspect. Um, uh, my experience here is more, I've painted a lot with like older writers, you know, so I can't, I can't look at it from the aspect of a new, you know, of a fool that's currently bombing. You know, because I'm not out there. I'm, I'm not out there putting in a gang work. You know, um, so it's probably a whole different world. You know, I, you know I, uh, I've done a lot of productions with a lot of old writers. And it's funny, you know, I'm 34. And I'll do a production with these guys. And I'll still be the young fucker on the wall. <laughs> you know, I'll be the young buck, dude. Like, I'll still be the young guy at the wall. You know, like, there'll be guys at the wall that are like 55. You know, and I'm like, shit, dude, like, look at these motherfuckers, you know? <laughs> um, but I, I, I don't regret coming out here because I've gotten to paint with, with writers that I've read about, <laughs> you know, writers that I admire or like writers like, oh shit, you know, that's so-and-so like, you know, you know, cause you know, you don't live out here in New York, so you read all about it and then to come out here to like meet them and paint with them, you know, certain, certain individuals. 
So, you know, I look at that aspect that I've been able to accomplish, you know, some, you know, close a chapter on a couple couple things that I've wanted to do as a writer, uh, just some, you know, small goals that I've accomplished. Uh, um, it's, 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 it's definitely, you know, it's definitely a different feel out here. How so? Just, just the city. <laughs> See, I mean, not not that LA's not not that Los Angeles ain't grimy, you know, because LA's fucking LA's grimy, dude. LA's fucking wicked. Um, I think they said that old, uh, what, how did it say like romanticizing graph? You know, like motherfuckers romanticize it, yeah. you know, like or make it like with something that it ain't. You know, being myself, you know, when I was a new jack. You know, seeing it on subway cars and, you know, just seeing it in a whole different light because of the generation that I'm from. Um, you know, riding the fucking trains and seeing the rooftops and, you know, being at the birthplace of fucking hip hop, you know, like going into the South Bronx and walking around or even the fucking Southeast Bronx, you know, and, and, and um, just that whole hip hop aspect, you know, because I'm a hip hopper, dude. I listen to hip hop, you know. He's fucking pop and shit like that. And so to me, graffiti is on that aspect. Yeah. You know, like I see graph as like one of the one of the elements. You know, so to 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 be able to come here, you know, somewhat mecca, you know, and fucking you know walk around, you know. I mean, fuck, man, I've caught African Mbata slipping out here. You know, like I can go right now and I can find Lee, you know, and go catch Lee slipping, you know, and and um. And these guys are attainable. That's what that's what's kind of crazy about it. You know, you you envision certain writers, and you put them on this fucking pedestal, and like, oh shit, they're untouchable. But nah, man, they're just human, just like anybody else, and they're somewhat attainable. And I can go do that right now. Like, hey, what's up, dude? You go hit somebody up and fuck whatever. And it was the same thing in Los Angeles. You know, coming up. You know, I, you know, like now I'm in UTI, and painting with painting with motherfuckers that. At one point, you think's unattainable or untouchable. You know, boom, they're right there. You want to call them? Hey, what's up? You call them. But I just that whole aspect of being out here. You know, I think that's, you know, being out here. That's what I, you know, that's, so somewhat of that balance. That's cool. Um, okay, so we we talk a little bit about bombing, a little bit about productions. Is there one particular aspect of graffiti that you like more than the rest, or? What's what's your favorite part of graffiti? I guess. Wow, uh, I think it, var- I th- it it's tough. Like, how do you you know how do you add? It, it varies from time to time. Yeah. You know, um, when I was fucking deep in the trenches, painting, you know, painting three four trait three four freights during the weekdays, and doing fucking bombing on the weekends or productions in the yards on the weekends, you know, like. You know, when I was painting, you know, when I was painting freights heavily, that was it. Like, yeah. that was it. And you know what? Still, it's kind of still it now for me. The I think, freights? Or... I think freights. I think, you know, to think about it, freights, because I grew so much as, uh, style-wise, or like I got so comfortable with with my style, you know, like as a, as a writer, I felt comfortable, you know, mm-hmm. um... So that freights, the, the years I painted a lot of freights stand out to me. But, you know, when I'm, when I'm in the middle of doing a mean production with my friends, you know, 
or you know with the UTIs or the DCVs or the BLA you know like boom like that's the fucking shit right there too <laughs> um, so it, it's hard for me to pinpoint like this is this particular this is like the best you know um, I, I really I don't think I can pinpoint it I just think that a different different uh, different parts of my career you know, different things stood out and meant more to me than others. Um, I'll tell you this. I know this much. There's no feeling like running across the freeway and getting center dividers. <laughs> there's no, There's nothing like bombing a freeway. You know, there's nothing like doing that. Um, there's, there's, you know, and then again, fuck, I mean, you know, like there's nothing like fucking doing an antenna on a freight. You know, I think, you know, I think bombing, like bombing is a, bombing probably takes a cake. Just that grimy, you know, just that grimy shit. Sneaking into, sneaking into a fucking yard, you know, looking out, looking out for fucking choppers, you know, looking at, you know, looking, uh, scoping everything out, looking for fucking cameras, you know, being on point, picking the fucking freight. I, lo- I used to love that shit, man. I used to love it. Get into the fucking yard creeping around, get into the fucking layup, you know, and me and Fear would fucking, you know, me and Fear, whoever was with us, we'd walk, we'd walk down, walk down the line, you know, looking for that fucking flatbed, hmm. you know, looking for that clean one, you know, and, uh, and if not, you know, we'd pick whatever's there, or like the oddball, I used to, I used to always love, you know, you know, walking into, like, cause you know, in LA, we'd, you know, we'd always have the Golden West or the Southern Pacifics, you know, or the Cotton Belts. But you know, walking into your yard and there's that there's that BNSF, you know, or yeah. or that or that you know, or 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 you know, walking in there and um, shit. What what are the I forgot the name of the freights from Chicago. You know, or just or just picking that oddball out of the bunch. That's cool. I think you know freight freights and bombing, dude. That probably takes the cake, dude. Um, talking about bombing, do you have any good uh, chase stories? We only hear, want to hear the ones that you got away. If you got if you got caught, we don't want to hear them. Only um, um, inspirational stories. Shit, dude, re- really? <laughs> nothing, no, nah, dude, nothing too crazy, man. Really? Uh, yeah, nothing, nothing too crazy. Uh, not like fear. Yeah, I'm pretty. Some... I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure Fear told you a fucking doozy. He had some good ones. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure he did, man. Uh, you know, um, close calls, maybe. Nothing too. Nothing. I, I, I've been lucky, dude. I'm knocking some fucking wood. <laughs> you know, I've been. I've been very fortunate in my career, dude. You know, like I've. You know, as as the amount of. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm no fucking all city king, but in the amount of like bombing I've done and the amount of like freights I've painted, you know, I've been very fortunate that I haven't had a run in, you know, I mean, I've, I've gotten busted once, uh, but there was no chase there. We're kind of like ducks in the fucking pond, dude, when that (laughs) happened, um, you know, I mean, one you know, one time you know, one time we were painting a fucking riverbed like locally, um, in my city, and we had some friends of ours from another city come down, and they took a walk above the riverbed, you know, and they started like they jumped a fence and they started bombing these trucks, 
like broad daylight. You know, we're painting this place in the broad daylight, and because it was like a it was like a yard. You know, you'd go okay. down there during the day and paint on a Sunday or whatever. And these guys walked down and they jumped over a fence and started bombing like these commercial trucks. But you can see like you can see them from the street. I don't know if the the, if the company called them or someone saw them, but the five O's raided the spot. And while the five O's were chasing, you know, because a bunch of people ran like the opposite direction. I think it was me, me and Hart. Like no, not Hart. Hart went the other way. It was like me. I think fear was fear with us. Me, fear, and like some other guys. We kind of just like quietly walked away down down the fucking riverbed and jumped into a big old fucking uh, subsidiary hole like a pipe. You know that uh, that filled the the, the channel with uh, overrun. Oh, okay. And we walked in about 100, 200 yards, and just sat for like a good two hours. And then just popped up and walked to the fucking nearest restaurant, dude, and called for pickup, and that was it. <laughs> you know, so I, I really, you know, really, I don't. Really, I don't really have. I really don't have any fucking crazy, dude. Not like fear, man. That's good, bro. Yeah, 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 yeah. Fear, fear's the fucking fear's the James Dean dude of fucking graph, dude. <laughs> He's a fucking rebel without a cause, dude. That guy. Were you into art before graffiti? Yeah, I've always been. I've always been an art. Like I've always, I always drew. You know, nothing formally. I mean, especially you know. I mean, once you went to school, you know, you had art class and shit like that. But uh, I remember I used to. Uh, um, I had an encyclo- I had like a Disney encyclopedia when I was a little kid, and I used to like trace the drawings out of there. Hmm. Um, I used to open up the book and, and just trace the drawings, and I used to do that, man. I used to just trace drawings, and then, you know, then I just started drawing little shit, and then I used to draw. I remember, um, funny, like I didn't, I didn't know shit. About, I was a little kid, dude. I didn't know shit about punk rock, but I used to draw like. I used to draw like a, like the I used to draw like a stage, and like a dude on the stage with like a fucking mohawk and fucking spikes, <laughs> and like it was like a punk rock band, you know, like my vision of a punk rock band, right. you know, like crowd and like people and it was crazy, like this big old intricate thing, like just these dudes like standing there like with their fists in the air, and like you know fucking spiked hair and I don't know where the fuck I got the idea from, but I remember drawing <laughs> that a lot. And I used to do that a lot, and then. I also used to draw, like, I'd take a piece of paper and I'd take this line and I'd fucking draw, like, a squiggly line from, like, the left to the right, you know, like, dipping down, like, hills and valleys. And it'd be like a car race, you know, so I'd draw, like, a starting point, like, a start banner and then, like, a finish line. And I'd draw a car right after another, like, like all the way on the line, all the way to the finish. And sometimes, like, they'd jump over and fucking crash and other ones would, like... It's weird, dude. Fucking weird. And then, and then I remember, um, kind of like in the sixth grade, is when I saw. I remember seeing. I went to Catholic school from like second to seventh, and and I was an I was an altar boy and all kinds of crazy shit. But I remember seeing. I remember seeing another guy, an older. It was an eighth grader at the time. He was an altar boy too. It was some 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 Samoan fool. He was drawing 
uh, like block letters on a piece of paper. And it was like sixth grade, dude. And I started, I just bit it, <laughs> you know? And like from then on, that's all I drew. You know, like I don't remember ever drawing like anything else besides that other shit I told you about. You know, so like from then on, I just drew letters, like block letters. And, you know, and then eventually you get into characters and, you know, this and that. And like just all graph, like my art at the, at, 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 like from that point on, like my art was all like graph related. You know, like so, it was all graph related. Um, you know, and, and then, you know, once I got into school, obviously you have like art projects, you know, so do art projects and shit like that. So that would, you know, make me do different types of drawings or different types of paintings. But it was always kind of like, well, in my own time, it was always like block letters, like this and that, dude. Funny, funny, funny story too is, is when I started, when I started, when I bit that guy's writing, like when I bit, when I, I remember he was drawing the word weak, W-E-E-K. I think it was like on his folder. I don't know what the fuck it was. Um, he saw, like a week later, he saw me like drawing the same shit. And I remember, dude, I remember this clearly. Dude, he walked up to me and he's like, Psh, what are you doing? And I'm like, nothing. He's like, oh man, fuck you, dude. He's all, Psh, fuck you. You'll never be good as me. <laughs> and like he walked away and that pissed me off dude I didn't know what the fuck he was talking about you know like I didn't know what he was talking about you know obviously <laughs> the guy wrote like obviously he wrote or he knew about writing but then like from that point on I was like you know what fuck you dude I was like fuck that and I never stopped huh. you know I, I think about that and it's funny like you know I mean it sparked it it kind of sparked it not knowing at the time what it was or what it was going to turn into or even just not knowing that that, you know, that was like the starting point of, of this, hmm. you know, this whole fucking career, which is, you know, our chapters of like, you know, of my life. Cool. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we talked about a little bit about this earlier. Um, how has it influenced your, I guess your life afterwards. I mean, outside of graffiti, how has graffiti influenced you? You know, it, it made me, um, I think it made me like well-rounded, you know, um, being in, being in contact or being in communication with other people, you know, people I might not have, um, associated with hmm. or knew anything about or wanted to know anything about. You know, it kind of like, you know, you kind of see, you know, the big melting pot of what is our culture, you know, and having to interact with different cultures and different people, different personalities. I think it made me well-rounded, you know, I, I mean, shit, it gave me, it gave me the, uh, it, uh, it gave me the opportunity to go to Chicago and paint subway cars in Chicago, oh, cool. you know, go bombing in Chicago, like, you know, coming out here to New York, you know having some type of connection, hooking up out here, painting out here, you know, painting with fools in San Diego, you know, painting with guys up and down the West Coast, you know. Um, I mean, shit, I'm, you know, I'm talking to you, <laughs> you know, via via technology. Right. You know, and in that aspect, I think it's, 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 it, it rounded me out as a, as a, a rounded, well-rounded person. Now, of course, I have my own personality and I am who I am. Um 
but I think being an artist uh, probably helped my 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 self esteem. You know, help my help my confidence. You know, I mean, shit, man. All through like all through junior high, like all I ever did, like I failed fucking school. You know, <laughs> all I ever did in junior high was like draw shit for people. You know, so that kind of that kind of put me in that realm where it was like, oh, he's cool. You know, he'll draw something for you. So socially, you know, it helped me. You know, are you doing art now? I mean, outside of graph, has it led to any other types of art? I guess. Um, well, you know, co- computer graphics. I guess you know. Um, I don't. I don't. Yeah, that's kind of tough. I don't know if graph led me to that. But uh, particularly, I'm pretty sure it helped. Um, you know, paint like you know I don't paint as much like canvases. You know, like I I've noticed that like I don't paint as much. I used to do like a lot of little paintings and shit. I used to like 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 do little abstract things and you know, like stock it away or like you know draw pieces of art on on this and that and like tuck them away for later or, or even paint canvases for people or paint them for myself or attempt to do galleries that's kind of short-lived you know just because you know just i guess probably my personality i'm just a fucking lazy dude you know i'm just like fuck it i just want to paint like i just want to do my name you, you know what i'm saying like, i just want to do my name or like do some characters or something you know um but having that skill you know, allowed me to like if I have to if you know someone approaches me for a job, you know, hey, I need this kind of flavor. Like I'm able to like you know like produce that type of style. Um, uh, you know, yeah. I mean, right now, no. Right now, everything's on a standstill. Like, um, but I do know that like being involved in graffiti, being involved in hip hop, um, technology came into play. You know, having a rap group of fear, you know, throwing our own parties, making our own music, you know, all like this whole grassroots kind of push, not wanting to like, you know, not having the means to pay somebody to do it for us, taking upon myself to learn like Photoshop, learn Illustrator, you know, learn how to make our own album covers, learn how to make the flyers. You know, because before, you know, I'd do everything by hand, you know, rub off letters, you know, like Xerox machines and rub off letters. Um, but just cool. technology. What's up? That's cool. Rub off letters. That's, <laughs> I you, I mean, thought about you that know, a while. Yeah, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, back then, you know, it was all cut and paste. Dude. Cut and paste and Xerox <laughs> machine and fucking you know, go to fucking Staples and rack some fucking sheets and rub off letters. And, you know, hopefully they're the right font size and... You know, um, I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Graph Graph had a you know Graph had a piece of that, like in everything. You know, I mean that, and and I know this much. Like, I was never one. I mean, I mean, I can't say I never because I'll fucking, you know, um, I'm not. I don't judge people, but you know, you see some crappy shit. Eh, that's all right, whatever. You know. <laughs> You know, because you know you're just like that. That's in the that's in the person's nature to like like you know critique. Like I'm, I will critique a piece. You know, I will critique something. You know, because that's natural for a human being. But I'll tell you this much: I love all of graffiti. Like I love the fucking toy shit. Like I like, you know, I I just like I like looking. I don't care. Oh, that's fucking toyed out. Yeah, it might be toyed out 
and ugly as sin. But fuck, look, dude, that fool's up. <laughs> you know, oh shit, look, you know, oh, you know, like, like I just, you know, like I'm down with it. Like I'm down graph, dude. That's cool. That's really cool. So, uh, um, well, how have things changed? I ask everybody this, but um, for better or for worse, how has the scene changed? Of the scene in particular? Yeah, I mean, from your perspective, from like 89 to 2009. Wow, it's changed dramatically. That shit's fucking flipped over and, you know, flipped over and done a 360. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, as far as I'm concerned, I mean, and, you know, and at the same time, there are still some core values. Um... I do. I do know that technology is, has has played you know a, a vital role. Um, at times, it might have it. You know, it's like as a. I don't. I don't know if I'm saying. I don't. I don't know if I'm like an old timer because I don't. You know, or old school, but because there's still fools out there that are older than me. But you know, we didn't have internet. You know, we had like I had like the the beginning, when I, you know, kind of like midway through my career. Like the the middle half, or no, probably in the beginning, like the first stages of uh, graph mags. Yeah, tell us about that. You know, um, so you know, you know, you had can control, and I never saw. I, I think it was I what is called IG Times or something. IG, I think IGT, IG Times. I think that was the name. At the time, those were the two only magazines. Um, but then there were like just all these other little ones that people would make by hand, you know, Xerox copies and like just, you know, hand them out or sell them, sling them, you know, out the back of the trunk. But, you know, back then, like there was kind of like the tip, tip of all that. So in comparison of, you know, I feel fortunate that I was early enough to where I kind of had to have everything like taught to me. Yeah. You know, like, Hey, you know, like sit down, like mentored and like. You know, this is what time it is. This is how you fuck. You know, this is how, you know, this is how you present yourself. You know, this is how you act. You know, you don't walk around like a fucking, you know, like, you know, you got a big head and you're fucking the Mac. Um, to like kids now, everything's kind of handed to them. You know, you can go, you can go in online and you can fucking see graffiti from all over the world. And, you know, you can buy caps and you can buy t tips and, you know, all the specialized paint, you know. Now, that's not a bad thing. Because it's it, it definitely helps, but there, but you know I think um, I think they could have been like it could have like misconstrued, you know, like the core like the core belief or the core element of it, yeah. you know, because now it's kind of like well you know yeah hey, I just want to do graffiti well pop online how do you do graffiti yeah yeah you know, this, you know this is how I do graffiti oh I gotta buy this. All right, I'll fucking buy a hundred caps. I'll buy a hundred caps for fucking you know thirteen bucks, you know, or you know you can you know buy paint. Uh, you know, um, I think the price of paint is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Knowing just just because I I know the manufacturer cost and I know like the wholesale cost of paint, I think it's ridiculous. Now I understand everybody's got to be paid, you know. Um, but when I was slanging a certain type of paint that will rename, you know, remain nameless, you know, I gave it away at my cost. 
you know, to like my homies, you know. And even if even if I didn't give it to my homies, I wouldn't mark it up a lot, dude. Hmm. You know? Yeah, so it's kind of like, I don't know, it's kind of crazy. Because I don't rack no more. I mean, that, that's about God off the truth now. Like, I don't rack. So if I want a fucking case of Montana, dude, you know, I, you know, I got to find out where my hookup is and, you know, get a case for like 30 bucks or 35 bucks or, you know. I'm like, God damn, dude. But I guess, you know, inflation, everything, right? The price of everything <laughs> that rises. So yeah, I guess in that, in, in that aspect of just, you know, from then till now, you know, it definitely has a good and it's bad. You know, I think it's just what was, what was dope about back then. It's like, if you were a graffiti writer, you wrote because you wanted to write, you know, and you, and you like, you kind of took everything that came with it in stride because you know not everybody wrote especially in los angeles like not everybody wrote you know you caught hell like you know like when i was coming up like all my homeboys they weren't writers Hmm. you know like none of my friends were writers you know they were like what the fuck you doing like you're fucking stupid like why (laughs) would you do that what do you mean i'm fucking stupid like i don't talk shit about you (laughs) you know what i'm saying like what the fuck Oh, you're gonna go hang out. Oh, you're gonna go hang out with you know with so and so. Oh, you're gonna go hang out with Zed. Go do graffiti. I'm like fuck yeah, I am. <laughs> you know, fuck yeah, I am, dude. You know, so, so it. But like, you know, but like now, you know, it, it, you know, it goes through that phase, and you know, there's that phase where like when you do it, everybody wants to do it. You know, the more something gets popular, the more something's out there in your face. Like the more people are gonna try it. Now that's good. You know, you know that that, that promotes the culture, and that's great. But then how do you weed out, you know, those fools that just jump in because they've gone to art school right. for four year for four years and they've come out and you know, they got a bachelor's in fucking art and now they want to do graffiti to be grimy or to give themselves an edge in the gallery scene or you know, then then then, then you look at it that aspect and that's taking money out of my homeboys' pockets when they deserve it. Right. Or they're in the gallery now. But they have to contest with this, you know, someone who has a publicist or or who has access to, you know, to market themselves properly. You know, now you're taking fucking money out of my homeboys. You're taking food out of my homeboys' mouths, my homeboys' family's mouths. But you're not a writer and you portray yourself as a writer. So it has it definitely has its pros and its cons. But to know, I think it's key to know what is what and when to address the issues. So, um, yeah, going along that, along those lines, I guess, what would be, so, like, for new kids, for kids who are just starting out or listening to this, what would be your advice to them? You know, do it, do it from the heart, you know, understand that, that, uh, that this thing's bigger than you, Hmm. you know, it's not, it's not all about you and, and what you're doing. You know, I mean, I mean, at least, at least, at least that's the way it was when, when I wrote, you know, or, you know, or when I started, you know, it was, you know, it was a little more deeper than that. Um, stay true to yourself. You know, don't let no one tell you you can't accomplish anything, you know, um, you know, learn one, one key point. You don't need like five colors inside your letters. Um. <laughs> You know, you should be able to rock a mean fucking burner 
or some mean ass letters with one cut with two cans. Cool. You know, you should you should be able to, you know, to, to you should be able to do your name with a silver inside and like a black or a true blue outline and it should still look fresh. You know? Uh also, you know, learn block letters. You know, learn learn the basics learn the basics of the letter before you start to fucking manipulate it. Nice. You know, I think that I think that's key. I think that's real key. And you know, I kinda had to step backwards. You know, I learned I kinda learned, you know, the hard way. You know? <laughs> and ever since that I've kinda pushed that, you know. That's cool. Yeah. So, um whose stuff inspires you now? Like whose work do you look at the Yeah. Oh shit, now? What, yeah, what writers are out there right now or like new kids that are really his stuff you're really into. Wow. That's that's interesting. It doesn't necessarily have to be like a new kid, but... Um, no, no, I understand, I understand. Because, like, you know, it's... Yeah. You know what, right now, I really, I really admire... Um, I really like, like... He's like, he's my homeboy. You know, uh, Plex hmm. from UTI. You know, I, I, you know, I, 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 I look at his shit and like, he's so diverse and, and he comes pretty wicked, you know, and, um, and he's got like, he's kind of like, he's, you know what, he's like the quintessential, like writer, you know what I'm saying? Like homeboy bombs, but like style wise, like he'll come out, he'll come out the box, dude, like at a drop of a dime. You know, and like it won't be the same. You know, like one day he'll rock this, the next day he'll rock that. Two weeks from now he'll rock this. You know, a month from now he'll do that. Always flipping it up. You know, so as 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 far as uh, admiring someone's work, I can say Plex from UTI from my crew. I think he's dope. Um, at one point, uh, this kid Skeggs from uh, EE. Um, he's a Los Angeles writer. At one point, he was kind of flipping it, you know. I, I kind of like liked like when some of the flavor he was busting out with. Um, God, man, you know, uh, that's a tough one, man. <laughs> I mean, as like something current. I'm trying to think of current kids now, you know. I'm just trying to think. Or whose work? I mean. I guess it doesn't have to be current. I mean, tell us some inspirational writers in the past, I guess. I I really, I really fucking liked, uh, when I was coming up, um, fucking uh, Charlie from DDK. Mm-hmm. You know, really. Like, I really, really felt that. I really saw, I, I really, like, connected with that flavor, you know, so much as I probably bit it and just not even knowing it. <laughs> I, mean, I probably bit like you're just not even consciously realizing it, you know. Um, you were inspired by it. Let's, I was, I was, I was inspired by him. That that <laughs> that's the that's the terminology. I was inspired by uh, by Charlie from DDK, you know. Um, shit, man, you know, you know, fucking back then I wasn't even in UTI, but like skill, yeah, skills, dope, 
fucking master from UTI. He was fucking dope. You know, I've always been on that letter tip, like I like just something about like fresh ass letters. You know, just the way these guys would manipulate it and just like flip it. Um, shit, man. You know, like I really admire like Panic. Like they're my yeah. friends, man. Like like I admire my friends' work. That's cool. You know, that's, that's good. You know, yeah. I, I, I um, shit. You know what, dude? Like I. Even at some point, like, I've seen, I've also seen, like, a lot of shit, like, some shit by Keb Five mm-hmm. from my crew. You know, a couple, like, when he started, like, towards the tail end of his career, he started flipping it. You know, he came into his own. Like, I really like some of that shit, you know. But, uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, the, you know, the, you know, the the core, like you know, when I was coming up, like Charlie, like I really, I really dug Charlie's shit. I really did, dude. Cool. You know, and like some of those those older guys from UTI at the time. Well, um, yeah, I'm I sort of uh, <laughs> I'm running out of questions here, but um, what what would be some I guess parting words of wisdom you want to share? Anything you want to say in closing? Uh, what's up, world? <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking, uh, you know, fight, you know, fight the good fight and, and, and you know, fucking keep striving and, you know, what up to all my crews and, and uh, you know, fucking uh, elevate your style to where you don't need a pencil, you know? <laughs> I like, I like, and I got a saying, and I like to say, you know, no pencil needed, styles completed. Nice. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, you know, just what's up, dude? Keep doing what you're doing. You know, don't, you know, all, you know, all the fucking mumbo jumbo that somebody fucking says at the end of an interview. You know, what I'm saying <laughs> all those fucking, all those wise words, all those fucking, all the positive and good things about everything. You know, fucking strive forth, and you know, you know, just be yourself, man. Be yourself, dude. Cool. That's good. Yeah. And thanks and thanks to Crime Time. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> yeah, no, no, thanks to you, man. And big ups to all the fucking freight riders out there. What up, fool? Hit that steel, baby. <laughs> That's perfect. All right, thanks, man. I appreciate hey, it. But nah, dude, like, hey, you're welcome and no, nah, thank you. Thank you for recognizing and you know, anything to push our movement forward is uh is something that I can appreciate. Cool. Hey, thanks, man. No, you're welcome. You have a good night, man. You too. I'll talk to you later. Peace.